Ryan Holtz is a social media and creative marketing agency owner, husband, father, DJ, global citizen, keynote speaker, and is proud to bring you the Ryan Holtz Show podcast. show podcast today oh my gosh all the way from florida we have lorena costa she is a personal branding expert she's an expert on everything i don't even think it's just branding i think it's life i think it's attitude i think it's personality i think it's just on being a great human lorena we're gonna get into so much but welcome to the show my friend hi ryan how are you i am i I am so how the heck, I mean, I'm excited. I, I've followed your posts and your journey a lot of the time. LinkedIn, I mean, ever since I've been on LinkedIn, basically I always see your feed coming down. I love your phrase and company of be busy being awesome because I think that that to me is the cornerstone of absolutely everything. Um, but how the hell does somebody get over 1 million connections on LinkedIn and does, does your thumbs hurt? Like, does your does your hands hurt from all the texting and messaging and commenting and posting that you're doing? Well, I become I become I'm hot now here because of the podcast. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, uh, you know, when you doing something for so long, so often, yeah, you get a habit. And yeah, sometimes my my hands are hurting me. Not often, but they do, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I do reply to most of my comments. And also I engage in other people's posts. Sometimes it's hard, Ryan, because there's so many people that is posting and tagging that I wish to to reply and, and, and engage in all the posts, but <clears throat> I am not hiring and I will never hire a virtual assistant to manage my content. No. On my feed. So for me, this is very important. The connection that I have with my audience is one-on-one. Mm-hmm. The same as I do my coaching is one-on-one. So people really get to know me and I get to know my audience because it's important. I mean, I have audience that haven't shown up in six months and they suddenly show up and I say, hey, I miss you. Where have you been? So they feel special because I remember them. I know who they are. This is the thing. I, I, I agree with that because, you know, a lot of people are hiring out their social media and and having, you know, bots and all this automated process of people, you know, basically coming in and, and replying. And I, I just feel like nobody's going to get the flavor of Lorena. Nobody's going to get the flavor of Ryan. And, and even on my own social media, the same thing goes. Now, why LinkedIn? Why, you know, for me, before I even started on LinkedIn, I always viewed LinkedIn as a very boring platform. And I've been on LinkedIn forever and ever, but I was never active on it until, I don't know, maybe like 18 months ago. And LinkedIn now is blown up with this personality and so many different cool people on LinkedIn, so much different content going. But why for you was LinkedIn an area that you chose to focus on? Let's say more than like a Instagram or a, or Facebook or Twitter or any of those platforms. Why LinkedIn? Because my intention has never been become a famous. Yes. And most of the people who goes, goes to all those social medias and they start promoting their self, which are a lot of a lot of uh, uh, <laughs> pictures from them, like 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 um, selfies and videos, it's more to promote themselves. So yep. that was never my intention, you know. I'm almost 50 years old. Yeah. And I came to LinkedIn because I was looking for a job. 
Yes. I mean, I resigned my job the 28th of December of 2016, and I came to LinkedIn looking for a job, and I found out that LinkedIn was a dead platform. Yes. And that I had a picture long time ago that I post, and I have all my my information, but I didn't see a lot of people moving on in the platform. Yep. Except for some people that they were posting uh, some quotes, you know, like Kelly and Oleg and Talal and few <laughs> people were in the platform, you know, sharing their knowledge and sharing what they know to the world. So, you know, I was looking to connect with people related to my industry, people that knows me 25 years ago, but all my messages and my emails were going to the junk mail because nobody used to read any email from LinkedIn. Got it. So... You know, then I decide, you know, I've been branding companies for the last 27 years. Yes. So I decided to start branding myself and mm. start showing up and let the people know who I am, what I know, what to do, what are my skills and my values as a human being so I could have a better opportunities. And this is what it happens. I mean, the rest is a story. Yes. So LinkedIn, so, so now given 2020, uh, LinkedIn, what, what? What kinds of, I guess, what kind of content do you do you see that works very, very well on LinkedIn? I mean, a lot of people, you know, I get tons of messages too saying, hey, Ryan, you know, what should I post for content? You know, should I, you know, I'm not good with video or I don't like being on the camera or I don't like my voice or, or all these different things. For you as a personal branding expert, you know, literally having, you know, coaching somebody to come out of their shell and say, you know, you have to put out content. Me, I personally, content is as good as currency now. You know, yeah. content is is beautiful. What's some tips and tricks you could give to somebody that's saying, well, I'm, I've am i been in the arena of LinkedIn, but I've only been a spectator. I haven't been a player. Well, you know, Ryan, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, LinkedIn is not only a platform for one subject. Mm. And, and this has been the success of my um, branding on LinkedIn. I don't focus only on one niche. People yeah. know who I am. People know that I'm a personal branding evangelist. They know that I'm very strong and my voice is very strong about branding. But you know, I have audience of all kinds. Mm. I have audience who like, uh, you know, um, humanity. Mm. You know, that they're very attached to those. They're very sentimental. I have, I have audience that they love to travel. Mm. You know, remember, I used to be in the industry of traveling for the last 27 years, so I just mm. get out of it. Mm. But, you know, on LinkedIn, they, everybody knew me like the lady traveling lady, you know, because <laughs> I post a lot of things about traveling. <laughs> so now, you know, people recognize me for those travelings and they still remember me. So I used to post a lot of things about spirituality, you know, about being mindful, about life, you know, yes. about music sometimes about fun you know sometimes i make jokes so people is people we are all human beings are driven by emotions yes you cannot just continue selling your product 24 hours by seven because guess what people is gonna like it one twice three times four times five times but after six months you're not gonna have engagement because your 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 content is boring yes you need to innovate marketing is innovating every second Ooh. Every second, somebody has come with something new. Yes. So you need to be on top and you need to innovate every day your content and see what really your audience likes and how you can keep them entertained them because that's why they are with you. Because yes. you keep them entertained. Well, marketing, you know, marketing is seduction, right? 
You have to you have to pull out new 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 tips and tricks on seduction. You can't you can't use the same moves all the time, right? Well, and this marketing is happening. This is what is happening in all the rest of the platforms. Of course. You know, I've been talking to clients uh, this week, three clients, three new clients that then came to me and told me, Lorena, I've been posting ads and I spent $10,000. I spent $8,000 on ads and, and all these um, ads on Google and Facebook and Instagram. And I have gained zero in return. And I say, of course. You know how many people is offering the same product that you're offering? thousands if not millions what makes you different than everybody else mm. the only thing that is going to help you to stand out from the from the noise is going to be your personal brand because mm. you are going to be different and you are unique mm. so what, what do you say to people because you it's funny uh i do a lot of business in the automotive sector so um we years ago i came out with this uh this 100 series training and it was personal branding training and what i found was that when i was talking to people a lot of people a lot of people don't know themselves that's first and foremost they don't know themselves but a lot of people said ryan hey what's my brand what what does that mean what does that mean personal branding and now this word these two words have you know, synonymously became so over-indexed and so overused that I think people are getting confused about what personal branding is because they're putting so much emphasis on, well, I have to create a brand around Lorena. I have to create a brand around Ryan. And you don't have to create a brand around you. You are your brand, right? I mean, it's it's very easy for you to wake up and be yourself, right? I'm going to tell you what is what is happening. I mean, people come and they want to start developing their personal brand and they think that wearing a red jacket or wearing a yellow hat <laughs> or wearing a blue shoes, that's your brand and that's wrong. That's the brand of the product that you offer. But who is yeah. behind the brand? Right now, consumers want to know who is behind the brand. I mean, we're not talking about Microsoft and all these big companies, but in the end of the day, exactly. That's my bu- that's my that's a sock, Lorena. That's a exactly. sock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But in the end of the day, you know, who was behind Apple? Yes, of course. Steve Jobs. Who was behind Apple? Yes, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Exactly. Yes. So, just with this, I just tell you everything. So, if you really want to promote your business, you need to promote yourself because you need Mm. to develop trust with your audience. In the end of the day, how many companies right now are sending products on Instagram, on Facebook, and they're fake? Yes. We don't trust them anymore. Yes. You know, every time I go to those posts, I just scroll down because I don't even believe them. You know, if you buy a product <laughs> that they sell in for remove the wrinkles from your face or to lose <laughs> weight and all these things, I mean, people buy them, but there is a lot of reviews over there as well. Yes. Because what? There is nobody yes. who show their face and say, my brand message and my brand promise is legit. Yes. Yes. What do you think about, you know, it's, it's interesting because... Back in the day, if you ever put yourself as an employee or staff or team member ahead of the brand or company, I mean, you'd be fired. You know, you'd be fired for that because they said nobody's bigger than the brand. Nobody's bigger than the logo. The logo. Of course we are, right? you know. Right? You know, individuals has 10 times more connections in social media than any other than any company. Of course. So we are powerful. You are a powerful individual who can brand yourself and can brand any product. I've been branding resorts and companies for 27 years. Mm. Every time I sit with a, I used to sit with a client and sell them mm. my product. I used to brand my brand, my company. 
And I also used to brand myself. That's why they purchased because of me, not because of the product. The product mm. was the uh, the value, but mm. I was the why they purchased. So one so one million connections. I'm I'm fascinated uh, about this because there's no magic pill to get one one million connections, right? It's a lot of hard work and consistency over time, right? Small things done well over time leads to big results, you know. In in most uh, situations, why for you though? Do you feel that you know? Of course, I mean I know you're amazing because uh, I follow you, you know, and I've talked to you, and I think what I love about you the most though is that you know you're somebody who's really loud and out there. But you, you, you really know how to. I mean, when I talk to you, the few times we've even talked on WhatsApp and whatnot, you make it. You're, you're very personable. I don't feel like you're distracted. I don't feel like you're, you know, kind of just talking to ten people at once. You, you do a great job of making somebody feel that you're actually listening and hearing them. And that, in, in sales, to me, that's that's a that's that's the most important skill, in my opinion. Yeah, really... you know, I've been selling for 27 years <laughs> in a closer for 27 years, and I've been selling millions of dollars on vacations for people you know and i'm very proud of what i have done and i'm very proud of who i am because that is why i can still showing up on social media and say this is lorena costa and not hiding behind anybody else because i always has been true to myself and to my clients now many of my clients <laughs> in the past and other companies are my followers right now on social media yes. which is amazing because they know who i am truly you know, my ex boss is my friend on social media because they know me personally. Yes. A lot of people knows me, knows who I am. They know that I'm straightforward. They know that I, I'm very strong in my values and in my beliefs. And you know, I don't care what other people think. And if they think that I'm crazy, good for you. Let me move on. Well, you know? and, so and, and and that goes to my point too. Is that I feel like the sooner you really full fully show your full expression of who you are. It's going to get out the people that are not your audience, and it's also going to get the people that are your audience to come and gravitate towards you. Let me sh let me share with you some an experience that I have last year. Sure. Last year, <laughs> I I uh, me and Manny Garcia uh, we become hosts of a LinkedIn local here in Orlando. Yes. So I was inviting many people from my job, which I didn't need them to come because actually they're never with my my audience. But because they were in the industry, I want them to know how they can develop their personal brand and the what I mean, open their eyes, leave corporate America, <laughs> make your own business the way that I'm doing it. So people, some people came. Yeah. But a group of people on my job, they create a song for me. <laughs> and every time they see me passing by, they were singing the song. They were laughing. They were having fun of me. But guess what? I'm not having fun right now from them, right? Yes. And I probably am the only person in the industry here in Orlando who really thought about having the side hustle and make it work for situations like coronavirus. So let's guess what? My business blew during the coronavirus pandemic and right now. And there, many of them are still looking for a job. They're still living off the money of the unemployment. They don't know what to do. But mm. you know, they laugh about me. Mm. So who laughed in the end? Mm. See, it's true because, you know, when you do have your own business and your own brand, I think what a lot of people don't understand is, 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 is when you have a brand, the brand has equity and the equity gets paid to you in perpetuity. There's no, there's no, there's no shelf. There's no limit on the brand and what the brand will bring to you. And one thing about being in business is you really notice when 
things, you know, take a turn for the worse, you know, i.e. COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And a lot of people were left, you know, without a life jacket, so to speak. And, you know, it's, it's something that I do think is important is that people who are greedy for money often never get money. People who are greedy for the freedom often get money because you, your motives have to be very, very in check, right? And what and you're saying... People who's looking for fame never get fame. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, mean, I, have, I have people who got rich out and say, Lorena, you know, can you help me to run my book? No. I yes. can help you to brand yourself. And you can show up as an author of your book and let the people know who you are and what your values are. Why am I going to spend $20 on a book of somebody that I don't even know? Mm, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. No, it's, it is a good point. It is a good point. And, 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 the, and, the, and the most iconic brands, you know, it, it does go back to the whole cliche of, you know, who's the face? You know, because yeah. you, you mentioned Apple. You know, when Apple and Steve Jobs are peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly, when you think of those two names, you automatically merge them together, right? Yeah, I mean, Steve Jones is behind Apple, and who is, who was for years behind Microsoft? <laughs> yeah. So, guys, come on now. I mean, everybody's like, you know, when people tell me, yeah, but I don't have to be the brand, the face of my brand, I'm like, yes, you have. Yes. Because your brand promise and your brand identity is the one is going to reflect with your audience and with, and with your tribe. People want only to, to put their product online and start selling just like a miracle. This is not going to happen anymore, guys. This is that doesn't exist. You want your, 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 your brand to succeed. You want your business to scale. You want to start get, generating income or sales from or lead from mm. your business. You need to show up. And you it's need to show up with knowing who you are and what your values are because in the end of the day your values need to align with your audience other way is not gonna work and if you don't know who you are if you don't know what those values are contact me <laughs> i like that it's true no you're very right about that you're very right about that the value so 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 be busy being awesome Lorena Costa, what's the values? What's what's the core values that you bring to the table all the time that you've wrapped well, your whole brand around? Family is the, the priority for me. My daughter, my family is very important. And this is the reason why I choose to have my own business because I wanted to spend more time with my daughter. Mm. You know, my daughter in two more years, she's going to go to college mm. and I want to have the freedom to take my camera, to take my laptop, few of my lights, and just travel wherever my daughter is and I spend a few weeks over there and come back home. Mm. You know, having a full-time job working for a corporation will never allow me to do that. I used to work Saturdays, Sundays, uh, Thanksgivings, Christmas. Hey everyone, I know you're enjoying this episode. Just a couple quick messages. First off, this episode is sponsored by Ryan Holtz Marketing, a social media digital creative agency that does branding, personal branding, staff training, sales training, and all your marketing needs. Visit rhinolds.ca or send an email to info at rhinolds.ca and reach out. The next message is we are on YouTube. Please visit youtube.com forward slash rhinolds and subscribe to our channel as this is where we put all our video versions of the podcast that you're enjoying now onto. 
Another thing, iTunes. iTunes loves us. We love iTunes. We love you. We want to keep bringing you the show. We need your support and we need your review. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, please take two seconds to write us a glorious review. Then go over to Instagram, at Reinholds1. Tag me in the story so I can repost it, reshare it. I appreciate the love. And again, if you're a business owner listening to this podcast, which I know you are, we have a lot of business people, or you know of a great business that would love to partner with The Reinhold Show, we are looking for sponsors. We're always looking for great partnerships. So again, reach out, info at ryanholtz.ca. Come say hi on social media, at ryanholtz1, and let me know what you thought of the episode. Take care, and remember, curiosity should always be your mandate. Much love from the Team Holt Squad. break, summers, and Easter time, so I missed a lot of opportunities to really create memories with my daughter while I was selling mm. memories for others. It, this is this is ironic. Mm. You know, I've been mm. selling all these vacations and creating all these telling stories and, and telling people to why it's important to buy vacations. And I didn't have time to spend vacations with my daughter. Oof. Yeah, that's that hurts. So, that this hurts. is when I was like, this is about, this is this, this is it. So I used to go early, early June and take two weeks of vacations with Sarah, but it was not the summertime, you know? Mm, so mm. it was early June. I, you know, Christmas time, I couldn't take off while she mm. was off. Mm. You know, I used to work until the 20, the 30, the, th- the 31st, I used to work. I used to work the 24. You know, so mm. all Easter time, I used to work Mother's Day, I used to work Father's Day, all, all the celebrations, I used to work. Mm. So I skipped many years of creating memories with my daughter mm. until I say, this is enough. Sarah's mm. going to move, Sarah's going to leave, mm. and I want her to have me in her life. Mm. You know, this is something that many parents are leaving aside because they mm. want to have a swimming pool in their house mm. because they want to have a better car because they want to upgrade the kitchen because mm. they want to buy a 4,000 square foot home because mm. they want to have more and more and more so they work harder to get all the things that they have but the most important thing inside of the house is their children mm. time it's time time's time. your biggest asset so I have yet I have yet to meet any kid I have yet I, you know I mean I, I, I think you're on my Instagram or whatever, but my biggest thing, I mean, I have two gears, you know, it's family and it's business. I am a, I'm a raving obsessed father. There's nothing to me that is more satisfying than being a dad. There's nothing. It, it's the biggest role I will ever play in my life. Hands down. And I, you know, I look at my kids and you know, when my wife and I decided to have our first child, Deja, I said, I don't. And at that time, I was I was going crazy. I mean, I was on the planes and doing traveling and business and speaking and all this. And I just said, "Man, I, I can't do this." I, like when when I had my son, it was it was crazy. I remember right up until we were my my wife was going to deliver our son. I was literally trying to figure out if I take this business trip, will I be back in time? Like right up until the 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 eleventh hour, so to speak. And I was back on back in time. He was three weeks old born i was so happy and i got on because i had to go and commit you know fulfill the commitment and i got in this airplane i literally i think started crying to the guy next to me in in the business class and i said i just can't do this anymore i don't want to be away and i don't want to miss these key moments and when somebody comes at me in terms of uh running your own business or being an entrepreneur i never say oh because i make money and i get material 
it gives me the flexibility with my time. It's my biggest asset that you can never buy and you never get it back. You never, never. get it back. No. Right? No, so, yeah, so family is one of my my values, you know, also humanity, you know. I still believe in human beings. Mm. I still believe in our own race. As far as we're black, if we are white, if we are red, if we are pink, if we are blue, if we are whatever color you are, you're still part of my own race and I yes. support you. Yes. So humanity is is very very much so, you know, compassion. Yes. Compassion is a value that is very strong. I have learned to be compassionate to me with me Ooh. and to others. Ooh. I have learned because in the past I may not be that compassionate, but I have learned it, you know, and I've been practicing compassion every day and thinking mindful, you know, about other people. You know, and let me tell you something, Ryan. My daughter has been my best teacher because I always talk to her about be compassionate, be compassionate in this school, be compassionate. Mm. So when I was not being compassionate, she will come back to me and say, you know, you can't think about that. Yeah, what about are you doing? What are you doing? Yes, you know, so yes. I was like, I was like, oh my God, she's right. So I stopped, you know, and I started practicing compassion more often, right? Yes. Because sometimes as our parents, we give values to our children, we give them a list. <laughs> be nice don't rob don't stay blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and in the end of the day we forgot those values so what are the values that you stand for right now that make you um, move every morning what are the values you know honesty is one of my values you know mm. clarity is one of my values you know you know and being openness I mean be mm. open mm. open minded you know Ooh, to, yes. to, to learn Yes. To be open for another yes. perspective. You cannot be close-minded and think this is all what I think and yes. this is all what I believe. Yes. And I think that this is part of the problem when the people create content that many of them show up as an opinionist. Mm. And Ooh, I, you know, when I read a content from somebody that show up as an opinionist, I just don't give a like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I don't give it. I don't give it because at the end of the day, you know, you you don't share your opinion. Mm. Share your beliefs. Mm. You know what's interesting? I, I I don't like people that sit on the fence. I can't stand fence sitters. You know? You know because you know what? It's like a lack of cojones. <laughs> you know? Small cojones. Oh, <laughs> You got the mask on, right? Well, yeah, those, those uh, we brought them from Italy, but you know this mask is <laughs> a poor example of people when they come to social media and they portray to be somebody else yes. and they are not themselves. Yes. You, know, you can be blue. Yes. You can be red. Yes. Look at Lorena. Lorena's a master at video. She's got props. <laughs> prop yeah. prop let sounds. Me, let me show you the best one, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> this is my favorite. Oh my god. Holy my gosh. She got masks, eh? <laughs> you got so much personality. Yeah. Yes. 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 Show vulnerability. Vulnerability. It's a strength. It's not a weakness. 
But Lorena, well, let me give you, let me give you, I got to give you an empathetic lifeline. I got to, I got to say, Lorena, we, but what about, what about our people? We have to be compassionate because here's the thing. People have been taught to wear a mask since, since the time they were, they were in school. You have to think about the, the, um, constant, um, I don't want to say brainwashing, but the constant conditioning of the way we're taught. You know, you go to school, you're taught to go get a degree, and if you don't get a degree, you won't have a great job. And this is some BS. I mean, the university in the last night is, is what you're you, talking about. Yeah, the, the, right. I was fortunate that I was not raised that way. I came from from two different backgrounds of, um, uh, you know, my parents. My father was an attorney. And my mother was an anthropologist. Mm, so, wow. you know, they raised me with freedom. Yes. And with the freedom to choose my own path. Mm. They always give me their good and their bad. They said <laughs> in front of me and they told me, listen, if you choose this path, this is could happen. This can happen to you. Yeah. But if you choose this path, but my parents never hold me. The only time my parents hold me is when I was 14 years old mm. because it was a time of the disco era. You know, <laughs> you remember? I mean, everybody was smoking, everybody oh was drinking. And you know, you because I always look older of my age when I was younger, you know, they allowed, they, I was able to enter to the discos. So my mother and my father were concerned because everybody in the high school, in, my, in middle school, you know, probably not everybody, but probably six or seven girls got pregnant at the time. Yes. And my mother got freaking out and she's like, you know what? You're going to live with the nuns. Yes. So my parents put me in a, in a boarding school. They traveled me to somewhere in Mexico and I was living in a boarding school with probably 400 girls for almost three years. Mm. So uh, that was the only way, the only time my parents told me, and I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I learned a lot of things, you know, I learned, I miss, I, you know, I learned to be grateful because I miss my family, right? Mm. So, uh, but um, was not a punishment. Mm. They were protecting me because mm. at that time, both of them were working mm. uh, and they couldn't just you know, being with me, I was, you know, we grew up with mm. nannies. So my mother was like, nanny mm. is not, he's not in charge anymore. <laughs> so school. And I lived there for three years with nuns. So, you know, I learned a lot of, a lot of, a lot of values I learned from there. So probably that's why I, I am who I am. Not, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm a human being. I have a lot of imperfections. Um, and, and I accept them. Because mm. I'm a human being, but mm. I also talk about them. So talking mm. about your imperfections, I'm talking about your the things that are not okay, or the things that you believe, mm. and share them with other people. Help you, of course, to be open-minded and of change course. your mindset. Of course, it's it's a it's a vulnerability. Let me uh, let me let me jump uh, pawns to the. I get uh, messages from females on LinkedIn with screenshots of all these guys trying to treat LinkedIn like it's a dating site. Yeah. And some of these messages are just nasty, you know? know? And I'm just like, that doesn't work on mm. uh, Back in my single day, I mean, I that wouldn't work on anybody in any platform in any arena. What what is What does it mean to be a female on LinkedIn? Uh, and I'm just speaking on LinkedIn because I mean you're a female in life, and that comes with a, a other you know a whole, a whole band of 
of issues. But being on LinkedIn and being a female, um, I do get the statement and question from a lot of people, and it is good. I had one lady, she said to me, hey, Ryan, you know, I, I want to put out content, but man, when I put out content, I always have to deal with a, a couple of these nasty messages, and, and it actually kind of kills my energy or my spirit uh, to put out the content. And, you know, of course I said, well, unfortunately, you know, I guess it's coming with the territory, but do not let anybody ever rain on your parade. You need to keep putting out that content. So for you, uh, you've been on the platform, you're doing all that. What would be some advice you would give? Um, and what's some ways to kind of navigate around that? And what's, you know, from your own personal experience? Well, for me, in the beginning, I'm gonna be honest with you, when you are not well known yet, and you haven't established your brand, and you know, people start knowing what kind of person you are. Mm. I receive a lot of no nice invitations from a lot of executives. Mm. <coughs> I have never deleted those messages from my inbox. So guys, <laughs> your messages are still on my inbox. So, and I'm talking about BPs. You know, yes. C-level executives who ask me to be them to become their mistresses, yeah, uh, directly. Like, let's go travel together, let's do things together. So, you know, I didn't reply to those messages. Sometimes in the past, I used to reply nasty. Yes. Because, come on now. And, um, but, <coughs> but, um, you know, right now I, I receive those kind of messages sometimes from new members of LinkedIn. Okay. Okay. I don't receive those messages from people who has been on LinkedIn because they protect their identity right now. They protect their brand and they are afraid of their wives. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the past, they thought that LinkedIn was nobody will know, you know, but oh, now, yeah. honestly, I mean, if somebody sent me a message and you know, it's, I, all these messages have had a pattern so they start like hey how are you thank you for connecting and then you reply well you're welcome you know and then you go and check their profile and then you see that they have 13 followers or connections and then you are like mm -hmm. <laughs> because you are new yeah right you are not important yes you are i start from zero okay so don't be uh Oh, don't, don't accept that but be careful with who you connect and to who you reply yes. because in the end of the day if you continue replying to that person that person is going to continue telling you things Yes. so my recommendation and this is what I do with most of the people who just send me a hi Lorena how are you or you look so beautiful or I want to get to know, know you better you know, I tell the people what makes you think that I'm available. Yes, yes. Why men <laughs> think that they have the right to to tell you things and that you are free for them? What they make make them think that they are gonna choose me? I will choose the men that I'm gonna be the rest of my life. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the unsolicitation that that exactly. is. It, it's I mean, the unsolicitation. Kind of messages, and they make you think that <clears throat> they are choosing you. Excuse mm. me? Mm. I choose 
I will choose the man that I'm gonna be the rest of my life. I'm single. I don't have men in my life. Mm, mm. This is the first time I say it publicly. Ooh, okay. Hey. hey. Doesn't mean that I want you to start texting me because I will block <laughs> you. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is some ways to approach people. I'm not close-minded to don't have a relationship with somebody. Yeah. But you know, you you have to be a gentleman. You gotta be human, man. You gotta be human, respectable. Yeah. You know, I come from another 50 years ago I born, so I didn't born 20 years ago. I didn't born 30 years ago. I, yeah. I come from an other generation where our values and the way that they raise us were different. That doesn't mean that I'm mm. old. Yes, mm. for you eyes maybe, but I don't feel old. No, but you look great. But the thing is that, you know, it's the way that I want it. And this mm. is the way that my daughter is being raised. And, and you know, we choose our men. Mm. We choose with who we want to be. We, we're not isn't, gonna... isn't, isn't it funny how the parallel and the synergy of, you know, putting in the work to, to create a successful business and brand synergizes with the instant gratification that people want to just, they don't want to put in any work. They want to get to the finish line and they oh, want to, they, they want to skip, they want to skip all the steps and, and you know, yes, that, that gets you I there, right? I had a client that we stopped in the middle of my, my, my coaching and this is the first client I have that is stopped in the, in the middle of the coaching and it is because he told me Lorena I don't want to look for leads <laughs> I don't want to look for people to you know to, to, to purchase my services I want them to come to me <laughs> and I said the way that you came to me yes well you know what you need to work hard the way that I work it because you know that right now I receive probably 5 to 10 leads per day sometimes 15 leads a day not all of them qualified right for mm. my services because I also choose my clients mm. but you know I work for that and I continue working for that Mm. I don't stop because I have one million of followers to, 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 to create content. Mm. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna start with a new series of videos of content. Mm. But you know, this is this is you don't stop. This is your twenty this is your job. Yes. It's like when you go to work at the at your office, you work nine hours a day, this is your job. Yes, yes. I'm not saying that you need to be nine hours on LinkedIn, but if you are not well known you don't have a large following and your business is not working you need to hire somebody like me or ryan right <laughs> there you go to help you yeah to develop your personal brand and yep. guide you in the way that you're gonna be succeed let me ask oh, you this wait. let me ask you this lorena and this is still something i it's it's interesting so when you connect with somebody on linkedin and of course we all get the the connections and they're already pitching you in the connection and that's terrible the connection requests are terrible anyway um i know you're different now because you're over the thirty thousand connection mark right <laughs> but when you message somebody is there some things when you're going back and forth in direct message or or comments that you look for that says this person might be interested in my product or service is there any kind of a, those warm little hints where you say Maybe I should reach out to this person and see where they're at. How do you work that for yourself? I don't. Okay. I never, ever send somebody a message about my services. Ah. I have no. Ah. This is great. Okay. I Explain. Explain so that, though. Elaborate. People, you know, I have clients, you 
know, my company managed some accounts mm -hmm. from uh, companies. Yeah. And uh, they know who is the owner of the company. And of course, if we manage the company business page, we see the message that they receive, right? Yes. So you have no idea how many people send requests, connection requests, and as everybody wants to start getting followers, right? So they connect with my clients, but once they connect, mm. the message show up. Mm. Mm. You know, and probably I will say 60 or 70% of the connections that connect with my me with my clients are people who are offering their services and guess mm. what we just delete the messages my yes. client doesn't see them <laughs> it's true though it's he true even, he, i mean why i'm gonna bother my client who's paying me very well yeah right to do what i do for my business uh to waste his time reading something like do you want to develop your personal brand i mean come on now <laughs> No, thank you. you yeah, know? yeah. Or do you know? Do you want me to show? Do you want me to, to to learn how to do videos? Yes. Hello, my clients make videos. I don't yes. need that, right? Yes. So there is a lot of people who send in messages, you know, right after they connect. Without, <clears throat> you know, it wouldn't be nicer. Just, just, just look at this, right? Mm. It wouldn't be nicer that we create a relationship like you and I. Mm -hmm. Because we create a relationship without interesting, and we do both do the same thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. We're friends. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean that we're enemies or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're friends, right? Mm -hmm. We do the same thing. But in the end of the day, Ryan, if I need your services, uh, but Lorena, no, I mean it does. You're right. I mean, you do personal branding. That's what you do. I mean, I own a marketing agency, so we do video, we do graphics, we yeah, do yeah, yeah, ads. Yeah, yeah, I know. The, the ah. personal, you, you, this, you live and breathe personal branding. I mean, you're a surgeon of personal branding. You're not a generalist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But you know, I know that you have your company, right? Yes. And I may need your services. Of course, of course. I of may course. need somebody to edit videos. I may need somebody from your agency uh, of course. to provide me a service or to any of my clients. Yes. And that relationship that you and I have right now is gonna make that business relationship to be stronger because we trust each other of course of course yeah no question i have friends no question. on linkedin like i have brent he has been my my voiceover always mm. so when somebody needs a voiceover guess who i recommend <laughs> yes yes brent, yes when somebody needs a lawyer guess who i recommend yes when somebody needs a dentist Yes, <laughs> I recommend. Yes. And this is like that. It's about relationships. Why I'm going to buy your services when you haven't even introduced yourself to me. Mm. When you haven't made the, the attempt to even create a relationship with me, to get to know me. Okay, so now let's let's pause on that. Now let's go to this, the phase, the stage, or the step in which people aren't making what they do or their services easily available or understandable meaning people are putting out there and they say i don't really know what lorena does i don't really know what ryan does because you're right you're not pitching them in a direct message you're not even sending a direct message but in your content you're very
very smart about making sure that you're talking about the product or service in a very value-based way, which is great because you're not annoying people, you're not pitching, and you're not knocking people the hell out every single post with a sales pitch, 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 pitch. You're always delivering that upfront value, but everybody knows what you do. How do you go about doing that, and how do you do it subtly so that you don't annoy people, but you do want people to know what you do? Well, they need to hire me. <laughs> cause so cause money cause money to come Lorena's way. So you know I guess and let me tell you something. I'm <laughs> one of the most expensive coaches on LinkedIn. No, no. My prices are very, very, very um good. I mean, because I know the situation right now, I don't go over pricing, you know, and I teach them exactly what I have done. Yes. With my own personal But Lorena because you love the team holt squad and the audience you have to give us a little bit of piece of cheese on this i need an answer because i want somebody because even when i'm editing this video clip this is a big thing i think what can people do to subtly don't you don't have to give it all but you're gonna give me something what can people do subtly to make sure their product or service is known inside of their content without pissing people off well, they need to, <clears throat> they need to, how can I say this? <laughs> you got a smirk on your face. It's going to be good. <laughs> can I go to drink some water? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's fundamental. Yes. Right now on social media to really add on your content your values and beliefs. Mm, mm. This is something that not everybody does how to do it. This is what has worked for me and for my clients. Yeah. Because in the end of the day, you know, your audience needs to be aligned with your brand message. Of course. If they are not aligned with your beliefs and your values, I mean, they will never hire you. Because this is how you develop trust. And this is why my course is called the Trust Factor System. Mm. So... What I teach my clients is how they can, you know, integrate in their messaging, their values, their beliefs, and a common belief from their industry. Mm. So, you know, Mm. this is very important because when you start bringing up common beliefs on your content, you don't create a dialogue that is going to be rejected, Mm. a dialogue that is going to be creating some... Mm. Um, conspiracy is mm. not gonna be a dialogue that is gonna create um, negative, mm. you know, negativity. So mm. this is this is what I do. I mean, I help my my clients to really craft that messaging mm. to start attracting their 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 audience, and also clients. You know, when I write about personal branding, which I do probably once or twice a week, those are my those are my ads. Mm, of course, and I know. For a fact that I'm gonna get 15 to 18 leads requesting my services. Mm. So in the mornings, I'm busy with with calls from people mm. that want to talk to me. So this is from where I get my clients. People mm. reach out because they mm. read my content. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you reverse engineer it, you know. And, and people that are that are putting out content, I always tell them. Put out content that's talking to somebody who would buy your service. Meaning, 
we all know pain points of your client. We all know what our client needs and wants are and what they're struggling with. It, well, it, that's the art. That is the art, and that's why they. And that's why people do seek people like you and myself, and 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 big companies do hire you know marketing agencies like myself because they said, you know, we're trying to sell. We're trying to come up with a crafty way to give our value proposition to our potential mm-hmm. client, and mm-hmm. that's where the creativity comes in, right? I think it's a great I think it's a great skill. I mean, some some clients though, you're right, they don't even know what the heck their their value system is, which is a whole other ball game. Cuz that's Yeah, well, <laughs> let me give you an explanation. Um, right, right. I mean, when we grow up as a children, you know, our parents taught us values. Mm. Remember when you were sitting in the table, your parents talk about these and you learn from your parents those values. Mm. When you go to the school, mm. And you start bullying somebody, those values are not living inside of you because it goes against what mm. your parents taught you. Mm. So when you went to middle school, you start liking girls, you start talking, <laughs> you start having gear under your father's back. You know, when you went to to mid to high school, you start having sex. <laughs> Oh, and Lorena. you start smoking pot and mm. you start getting drunk yeah. you know, <laughs> and crazy and doing things that are prohibited mm. out of, you know, of your, 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 the, the values that your parents taught you. Mm. When you go to college, your values change completely. Remember, you are 21, you can go to mm. Mexico, get drunk and throw up all day long and smoke pot and do whatever you want. Mm. You know, when you, when you uh, get your first job, mm. your values change. Mm are not the same values that you have in high school mm. or in middle school. Of course. Right? Of course. And when you get married, your values change as well. Of course. When you have your first child, your values change. Oh, yes. When you have your second child, your values yes. change. Yes, yes. When you start your business, your values change. Yes. When you start your podcast, your values change. Yes, yes. So, once we evolve as a human beings, our values change. That doesn't mean that the values that my parents taught me when I was a kid mm. don't live inside of me. They mm. live inside of me. Mm. But I have priorities right now. And there are things that I stand as a human being, as a mother, mm. as a citizen, mm. you know, as a daughter, you know, mm. as, a, as a boss, mm. you mm. know, as a leader, mm. you know. As mm-hmm. a business owner, so you mm-hmm. have certain values that represent you. People mm-hmm. really need to make an inventory yes. of their own values yes. and find out really who they are, what are, what they represent, <laughs> and how they want to be perceived. I tell, I, I laugh because I have a, I, I, I'm very self-disciplined, and then I have somebody very special in my life called Mrs. Holtz, and Mrs. Holtz requires Mr. Holtz to take a daily inventory on his values on a very consistent basis. <laughs> so whether I want to take a self-inventory or not that day, Mrs. Holtz is coming and be like, make sure that inventory is done or ain't nothing happening real special for you today. <laughs> really? It's called the inventory audit, man. It's the team Holtz special. It's the, it's the secret to a, a great marriage. But it's true because... I feel that, you know, when you're taking that inventory, there's that accountability that comes in. 
And even with you and what you do with your clients too, I know, is that a part of your service is keeping them accountable, you know, holding them accountable. People have to have somebody that says, hey, I do have an expectation. I'm going to check in. I want to see that this is done. And what's the progress here? And not everybody is self-disciplined. That's the truth. That Not everybody. You know, and I think more people are not self-disciplined than people that are self-disciplined. I mean, this is the reality. And, you know, I'm very excited when I have clients that they really want to develop their personal brand and they're really committed to do it. Mm. When a client comes and, you know, doesn't do the, 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 the assignments that I, that, I, that I give them, or they don't do, they don't, I don't see that they are making an effort to really develop their personal brand, even though that they pay me, mm. I lose interest mm. because, you, you know, I learned something for Mark, a friend of mine, who told me once when I reject a position of leadership in my job. Mm. And it was, um, you can pull and you can drag people to succeed. Mm, no. You can no. pull no. and you cannot drag people to succeed. No. So you know what? It's true. I mean, even though that you pay me, I mean, my brand is behind your brand, but it's not going to be what you do yeah. or the results of what yeah. you take. My brand is your name. Yeah. So, you know, why not to, to, to really use the knowledge that I have and finish the whole course in the way that I want you to finish mm. with, you know, because in the end of the day, what is what you want to achieve? Yes. You can't force anybody and nobody, you, you know, you can't make somebody get on the treadmill and make them lose weight or eat no. the right proper. <laughs> People have to make that choice themselves, right? It's the yeah, famous thing. I complain and say, well, you know, I post my things and I don't have engagement. Well, you know, I've been checking your engagement and you look one con- one comment once a week. <laughs> you people to engage on your content. If you don't go and engage on other people's yes. content. Yes. You know, it's not about, it's not about go and engage. No. Yeah. It's go and re- de- develop relationships. Yes. You know, yes. make people to know and be aware of what are you posting and what are your services and what is your brand message. There's people on, especially on LinkedIn, that I mean, they are expert commenters. Like they don't even post much, and I love them so much because their comments. I see their comments around the whole platform. Okay, and they, well, they have a lot of they have a lot of followers. Yeah, and they make such a valuable con- comment. And then I go to their profile; they barely post any 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 content of their own. But because they're engaging so much on other people with amazing comments, you're like, this person's great. You know, you just so and and that's another thing too. So, how where does ego stem in on LinkedIn? Right, LinkedIn just like any other platform has a high school element to it. You have groups. You have these little groups of ten people or. You know, you always notice and then maybe the, you can almost tell like maybe this person doesn't like this person. It's, you know, you just tell by this like and I like the emoji that they started to bring in on the like button because you can like it, love it, you know, light bulb, all these things. Where does ego come in on LinkedIn? Like, it, you know, it, 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 is it tit for tat? Is it, you know, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Is it give me six scratches and I might give you one scratch back? I mean, this is the nuances of this platform. I find it quite funny. This is, I would say more than ego, I would call it paid forward. Say that again? Uh, instead of calling it ego, I would say pay it forward. Pay so, it forward, I mean, yes. If, if, if you have done something for somebody, mm. I mean, you know, I have done a lot for many people on LinkedIn. I could mm. give you a list, right? Mm. And, um, and 
and none of them has done anything for me. Mm. And that's fine. I don't need that help. And I didn't help them to get something in return. Mm. Mm. But then you can see there the difference between white and black. And then you say, well, you know, you know, as my daughter says, you always give a lot and you trust a lot of people without limiting. Mm. And I'm like, I cannot untrust somebody until they show me otherwise. Mm. Mm. So once they show me the true colors, you know, I just stop and I say goodbye and I move on. Uh, Peacefully. Yes. Peacefully, you mm. know? And uh, and that's it. And mm. I, you know, I see them progressing and I see them getting they're following growing you know and and i'm happy for them mm-hmm. you know there is there is one of them that you know um, you know blocked me months ago mm. you know because <laughs> i saw that you know he was copying some of my content so i post something today and three days later he posts something very very similar mm. like very similar mm. and i call him out and i say why are you copying my content He's like, I'm copying your content, so he blocked me. Okay, but he doesn't know that I can see his account with all my clients, right? So you know, so uh, he unblocked me, and then he's like, he sent me a message on WhatsApp and told me, you know, we have been a very good friends in the past, and he started sending me links of his content. Okay. To engage, and I told him, listen. Our relationship, if you want our relation to continue, it's gonna be outside of LinkedIn. I will not keep supporting your post oh. and I will not engage on your content because you I have done enough for you. Yes. So and he's like okay, respect So he requests me to be again on LinkedIn, his connection. And I was like for three or four days I was hesitating because I was like <laughs> I'm not gonna engage. I mean, I don't, I don't care about him anymore yeah. because he's out of my, yeah, of my area, right? Yeah. But I, I, I accept the connection request, you know, just for decency. You have such a good and heart. You have such a good heart. So, but you know, my connections right now are very limited, and my clients are growing faster. Yes. So um, I don't want to start removing people that are my followers from my contact, but I'm removing people that are my friends, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that we don't have nothing in common and we don't engage together. So, I mean, you have my phone number, you have my WhatsApp. If you want to talk to me, talk to me outside. I mean, we don't have nothing to do on LinkedIn. Yeah. So I remove him from my contacts and he immediately sent me a message. That means that he's watching my content constantly yes. because he noticed that he was a second um, connection. Yes. And he sent me a message and told me, I don't understand why you friend me on LinkedIn. <laughs> told him, I need your spot for my clients. <laughs> you know, I love it. Me. I love it. Yeah. He blocked me again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is the kindness that you talk every day on your post? Because his post is all about kindness. Yeah. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. So, what is the kindness? What is the <laughs> oh I mean, man, it's just, just fake. Just hey, to get hey, hey, listen. This is where we're caught. This is where we're talking about transparency. I no masks, and I don't believe in separation between business uh, and personal in the sense of. I like when people see me uh, on all realms of life, personally, online, offline. 
I like it to be a true representation. So you, you say, Ryan, man, you got lots of energy. If you meet me in person, you say, oh, my God, you got even more energy. I like that to be congruent with, you know, kids and father and being a husband. It's Ryan, you know, I'm just Ryan. It's really all I am to me, you know, and um, I like that to be transparent. And I like that to go on all platforms. And I like that to go on all avenues of my life. Right. And, you know, that's why sometimes people say, oh, my God, Ryan, I can't believe you said that, you know, and, and you really do speak your mind to a degree. I do. I do. I say things to guests. And when we do podcasts, people are like, I can't believe this guy just said that or he asked that. But it comes from a good place. It's my personality. I'm sincere. You can choose not to answer it or, or whatever. And I'm I, I, I'm. I always well, ask hello. myself. No, you don't have a choose with you. can choose with you. <laughs> There's no choice. <laughs> I always ask this question too. I said, when, you know, and this is something I do wonder is that when was um, friendship and good relationships supposed to be uh, non-argumentative and disagreement? Meaning, why do people get so upset when you disagree with something that they say? I don't get upset when somebody says, hey, Ryan, I don't agree with what you're saying. Tell me why. Because I like because to learn. Are, I like I'm to learn. Tell you why? Because they are opinionists. Hmm. That ah. is the reason. Ah, yeah, yes. Because they yeah, don't practice mindfulness. Ah, that's true. Because that's they true. don't have, um, you know, EQ. Yes. Emotional intelligence. Interesting. And that's the reason why. So that's why you can see in many posts on LinkedIn how people react and how the pe people respond and you immediately can know what is inside of that person. But what but what you're saying though is that basically if the person's an opinionist, your relationship's going to be your relationship's only as good as as long as you agree with their opinion. But the moment you disagree, that's it. Yeah, that's not good. You don't know, that's not good. That's well, not a strong yeah, relationship I at know. all. There is people like that. Now, let me talk to you about something else. I need people to kick my ass. I yeah, do. Well, I, have, I need I them. Have, I have, I think I, I did um, a podcast a few days ago. Mm. And I talk about that I'm a, I'm a woman of one word. Mm. You know, is yes or not? Is white or black? Mm. Yeah, I'm not in between. Mm. Mm. It's part of my character. Mm. So if your value... is affecting me mm. i don't need to carry on with you mm. i'm sorry mm. i just move on mm. you know you want to get along with me you want to be here fine let's go find um in you know something that is gonna help both of us but mm. if you're close-minded and you are just that kind of person like let's say mm. you know let's say that you are doing something with zero integrity mm right and i see it and i call you out and i catch you doing it mm. you know we talked about this few days ago mm -hmm. remember mm. and and you know and and and, and you try to cover it <laughs> yeah and you try to yeah. say that i'm crazy yeah you try to say that i see it wrong it's over. And, it, and i know that i'm seeing it right because there cannot be more clarity in me of what you show me you know and you know, I just, I just move on. It's called, it, it's called, in, it's called infidelity, Lorena. Here's the yeah. thing. If somebody, if somebody cheats or they mess up or whatever, I don't condone any of that. But if somebody messes up, I mean, we make mistakes as humans. I'm not saying just on a, a relationship base. 
If somebody says, hey, you messed up and I caught you. I mean, at that point, it's not a good situation. But the equity of the whole relationship could still be maintained at 100%. If you own up and say, I made a mistake. I made the mistake. I will never, I will never make the mistake again. I will try. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not saying on the relationship base, but I'm just, well, no. Okay. Wait a sec. It depends on the kind of mistake they made. I mean, if it's, if it's something that's very malicious and and whatnot, yes, of course. But some people make mistakes, right? I don't, uh, (laughs) look at your face. (laughs) You're like, no, man, they're done. They're dead to me. (laughs) Yeah. one of my problems as my ex-husband yeah 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 your yeah your whole face is like no your your whole face is like i'll listen to what you have to say ryan but i'm nope nope you're done you're dead to me yes i mean once you break yeah that trust with me yeah it's gone see i don't trust see i'm opposite i'm opposite i'm opposite listen i don't have time to rebuild trust this is exactly with brands who are creating lies with their, with their, with the, with the consumers, mm. right? Right. I mean, I had a client who called me a few days ago and wants to hire my services and told me, Lorena, ten years ago, I have a very bad reputation on all the internet. Oh. I need to clean my name before I rebrand myself. I told her, Hey, you do you and call me when you're ready. I'm not gonna help you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You're, you're I mean, like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, now, now you are selling something that is not working, selling something that is not true, selling yeah. something that will never arrive, selling something just to make money today, and then oh. what? Oh yeah, no, it's it's so true. It's exactly with the brands. Yeah, it's so true. It's it's misleading, and you're you're killing your reputation. It's true. These brands fail me. I will never buy for that for that brand ever again. Yes. And it's exactly with people. Once you fail and you become not a person of your word and integrity, yes. I don't need you in my life. Yes. I don't need you in my circle. I don't even want my friends, clients, <laughs> contacts to get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to screw them up. Yeah. Goodbye. As I say, bye Felicia. <laughs> I think this is a perfect way to end off. Lorena, is it uh, the floor is yours? Uh, is there anything else you would like to say to our beautiful audience on any of your array of subjects or life wisdom? Yes, just if you need somebody to help you mm. with your company marketing, mm. with your videos, with any advertisement, with any content, content contact Ryan, please. <laughs> You need somebody to help you to stand out of the noise and start branding yourself in a proper way and be successful on social media, contact me. You're so good. I I just want to say thank you, Ryan, for this opportunity. I want to say thank you for inviting me to your podcast. You know that I love you dearly. I love your family. I love your (laughs) wife. Thank you. I love you, brother. I mean, you are far away, but we are very close. We are just one text away. Yes, I appreciate that, Lorena. Thank you. And it's it's interesting too because you know over time on LinkedIn, you know I I you're one of the very first people I really seen consistently on LinkedIn, and it's 
I just I think I think for you though what stood out to me as, as I always said is she's so different. You know, you're so different. And I like that Latin spin that you you have on it. You know, you have that you know very yeah loud and you're loud and proud. You know, and I love that about you. So um, everybody, please check out Lorena Acosta on uh, LinkedIn. Are you gonna start uh, pushing out Instagram at some point? What's what's the word with that? Yes, I'm gonna start pushing Instagram, but I'm gonna have to hire somebody for Instagram. I'm you're gonna not a, be honest with you're all not of a you. fan of it, eh? Yes, I'm gonna have to hire <laughs> a company like yeah. Ryan's company <laughs> to start pushing my Instagram profile and probably my profile on link on Facebook, which is there. I just don't have a time. I mean, I have so many followers on LinkedIn that yes. you know they keep me busy between coaching and other clients that I'm taking care of their accounts and other clients that uh, that hire me uh, as a retained monthly as a consultant for the brand strategy and brand marketing and all the calls that I receive every morning I mean I'm full my hands are full yes. please uh, I apologize guys if sometimes I don't go and like your content or engage on your content mm. but you know I have a business well, Instagram, it, you would crush Instagram. I mean, you really would. And, and I call Instagram and LinkedIn, I call it Linkstagram when you have LinkedIn and Instagram because they, they work very well together. We'll talk, though, at some point. But yes. you, you, you got you to gotta, you gotta come over onto the IG land. The, the IG land needs you. They need, we need you. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, probably I'm going to start coming up, but I, I, I would need to hire somebody on Instagram. And probably you will be the right person for that, Ryan. Of course, of course. I'm here to help you. Uh, again, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, you guys have been so amazing in writing reviews. And uh, we now have gotten off the couch and said, hey, we got to push out our YouTube channel a bit more. It's a platform that I really want to to house the show on. And everything... <laughs> and everything who supported the show i mean we've, we've had some just really fantastic guests on like lorena you know it's onwards and upwards but uh, again everybody please love one another and always remember curiosity should always be your mandate much love everybody